Come on, everybody say amen this morning. Say amen. Turn to your neighbor and say amen. Amen, brother. Amen, sister. Well, I, I want to, first of all, I want to say thank you again to Pastor Virginia for ministering this past week. And, and uh, we really appreciate you greatly, mother. And, and we are, we are blessed. We are absolutely blessed. A um, couple things I just want to, I want to, I want to congratulate Chris on your victory this past uh, two weeks ago, wasn't it? Let's give Chris a uh, mighty praise for God. He, I'll tell you what, he is a, is a, and this is a fighting, this guy's a fighting machine. So I'm just saying, I was sharing with a friend of mine that I want to talk with you after service. I think, and if I need a bodyguard or anything that I was just, you know, thinking maybe you might be good. But also I want to, want to welcome the, and say congratulations to the Woodward Girls Boomer team that they, you guys won the tournament that was, this past weekend, was it? Tell me about it. You guys won, right? They won? It was just a regular game? Well, let's give them praise for that. How about that, too? Amen? So, Shelly's nice. She, she doesn't want to boast on, on Josiah, our grandson. But here's, here's what I want you to know. I sent out a, uh, uh, I said a tweet. I sent out a, on a, a Facebook post last night, and, and we were down in Oklahoma City. And it was nice that they opened in prayer. I mean, we're talking about a state tournament that when you go in there, there isn't just 400 people. There was probably five or 6,000 people. I mean, there was, when you talk about all the wrestlers that were there, and the Woodward Boomers played, there were two that placed second. There was one that placed third, uh, two that placed third. Karina, where's Karina? Karina must be helping back there. Her son Hayden placed third, and uh, her son Hayden placed third in the tournament last night and Josiah placed fourth another boy placed seventh another uh, boy placed eighth so Woodward was well represented and I just want to give the Lord some praise for that hallelujah I, I was Josiah got up this morning and and Chris you know what I'm talking about and 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 Cammie you'll know what I'm talking about Macy when you know you go you go you go for a long time especially he got up this morning he was like I get he got up he said he said Papa he gave me a hug and he said I'm sore he said, my shoulder hurts, my arm shirt hurts, my neck. And then I heard him later on, heard him go, my jaw even hurts. It's like, <laughs> he was, so, so he took a, he took a beating. It's kind of like, you know, I was thinking about, uh, Cole and Cade and the guys that participate in the athletics and stuff. When you, when you go through something like that, football players, the very next day, they're just, they're just wore out. You know what I mean? They're just physically exhausted. Then the following day, how many of you know the following day is you're even sore and sometimes it, you got to work those out. But God, God has been good. And it was really neat to see um, that what I was saying is that we watched the light of God shine. We watched that. They opened in prayer. They had the national anthem. They played Christian music. And it was pretty neat. The kids, we watched boys that competed against each other for all season long. And then, and then one would beat the other one if the other one had beat him for three times. And he won, the, he won a medal or whatever. And they were patting each other on the back. And they were hugging each other. You know what I mean? And, and in the middle of, of hurt and pain. And you want to win. You know, I don't know about you, but I want to win. I want to win at everything that I do. And I'm, I'm pretty competitive in that regard. But I want to win. But watching those kids compete. How many of you know you can compete with honor? You can compete with honor. You can compete and still have integrity. You can compete and win and, and not have a, a nasty, bad attitude, you know what I mean, towards the other person. And you can compete and you can lose 
and you can lose with honor. Come on, somebody. Just because you lose doesn't make you a loser. Are you with me? Just because you fail doesn't make you a failure. And we watch God's light. So I want to get into this message today, and I got a place I want to get to real quick. But first of all, I want to do a little bit of review. I want to talk to you today about light your world. Say light your world. And we've been talking about that for the last few weeks, and it's like, man, we got, we got to light our world, light our world, light our world. You are the ones that are going to bring light to other people. And did you know that it's a responsibility that you really have to be able to bring light to other people? There was one of the wrestlers that wrestled, and, and he lost the first round, and he was sitting down there, and his dad was talking to him, and he looked back, and I said, look, I'm going to tell you, it's not over. Because in wrestling, you can, you, can, you can lose, you can drop to the lower bracket, and you can go all the way up to that lower bracket and get third place or fourth place or fifth place or whatever. And you're talking, you know, 12, 15, 25 wrestlers in a, in a, um, in a weight class. And you can drop to there. So I said, you can get greater later. I said, you can, don't, don't worry about it because you can be greater later. You can be stronger longer. And we've seen that happen. Josiah's been a case of that where he'll win a few matches and then he'll drop to that lower bracket and it looks like he's not even going to place. And then all of a sudden he'll win all the rest of them and he ends up in third place because you can't actually, until the state tournament, you can't compete for first or second once you've dropped out of that bracket. But I want you to know you can be later, greater later. Isn't that cool? Greater later. How many of you know God has some greater stuff for you later? He has some greater stuff for you later. So you've got to continue to keep your light shine. Let me take a look at this real quick. I want, to, I want to share with you Matthew 5, verses 14 and 15 says, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all those that are in the house. And here's our scripture, verse 16. Let your light shine before men, in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Let your light shine. You've got to let your light shine. So I want to give you a couple things real quick that we, real quick as I review. Um, keep going. You're doing great. Jesus was the light. We learned about that, that Jesus was or is the light. Say, Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. Jesus is the light. We learned about that, and you can see that in John chapter 14. From the very beginning, God said with the word of God, Jesus is the word, he is the truth, he is the light, he is the way, he is the gate. I mean, there's so many things that Jesus is that but we've got to realize and understand we're focusing on the light. Jesus is the light. You can look that up a little bit later. The next thing that I want you to do is realize that God is light. And we talked about that. We said that God is light. He was the father of lights, that God is light. God is light. So there's the son. He's light. The father is light. How many of you know the father's light, the son's light? His kids are to be light. We're also to be light. So the next one I want you to review is to realize that we are sons of the light. When you give your life to Christ, when you make a decision that you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that you know you need him. And you've, many of you have made that decision. I hope all of you have made that decision. If you haven't, you're making a decision to follow Christ, to believe in him. And when you begin to set that in course, you become a child of light. This is not some... 
what's those different religions and stuff like that that you know they're uh, um, cults that that it says I'm a child of light. I'm a child. But you know the truth. The word says you are. You become a child of light. Do you mean because there's light that glows? There's light that's bright. There's light that. that how many of you know light dispels the darkness? And we talked a little bit about that. I want to want to share with you about who you are because the next thing in, on the review is go ahead, Mike, and put that up. Is First Peter two nine. Let's take a look at that real quick. He said, "But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood. Remember, a holy nation." He said, you're a people of God's own possession. Next slide. He says, why? So that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who is what? Called you out of darkness and into his. <laughs> I love that. You marvelous. Remember years ago? I don't know what that was. Years ago, there was a marvelous. I don't know. There was a guy, a TV show or something. You guys know what I'm talking about. Some of you that are my age. You look marvelous. You know, I can't remember if that was came from a movie or whatever it was. But there was this big thing about marvelous. You look marvelous. Turn to your neighbor and say, you look marvelous. You look marvelous. You look marvelous. We, we are into this marvelous. He's, you're, he's called you out of darkness. Out of darkness into what? He's not called you out of darkness into another darkness. He's not called you out of darkness into another storm. Come on. He's not called you out of these things, but anything into his light. You see that Jesus is light. You see that God is light. You see that we're to be children of light. He's called you out of darkness into his what? Into his light. Turn to your neighbor and say, you look like you're glowing this morning. You look like you're glowing this morning. So I'm, gonna, I'm using my little iPad here thing, so I'm getting used to this thing. I've got to wait for it to download. It's, it's, something's wrong when my, when my, um, when my iPad is, is quicker than I am. So he's called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. There's five things that I want, I want to just share with you a couple things this morning. First of all, we want to talk a little bit about this morning is, oh, I got the wrong slide up. Here we go. I'm doing better, honey. She believes she believes in me. Helps me a lot, but she believes in me. <laughs> Thank you very much. You believe that I got to shine my light cuz I I lost my There we go. First thing we want, if we're going to be children of light, if you're going to shine your light, there's some things that you've really got to know. And I'm going to give you some, give you five things today. And I'm going to, I'm going to give you some scriptures and we're going to take a look at that. As soon as I find my place. Justin Spath has a birthday today. I'm on my email. Happy birthday. Let's tell Justin happy birthday. Happy birthday, Justin. Let's give him some praise. I'm just trying to buy some time because I sent my I sent my message to my inbox and now I can't find it. Okay. The first thing is love. If you're gonna be able to be a child of light, you're gonna operate in light, you're gonna have to operate in love. How many of you know that that love just isn't like just let whatever, whatever. 
just let everything go and everything case sera sera that that that's not love they said well if you love me you know there's discipline in love are you with me and a lot of times we don't like the discipline part but we do like the love part and we need to be able to love conditionally we need to be able to love in a place where we love on purpose we need to love on purpose have you well let me say this i think we've all had the challenges of whether we don't know whether we can love or not. And we have to purposely love people. Is there some people in your life that we have to purposely love? Because right now you don't even like them. And there's times where you've just got to, you've just got to say, you know what, I, 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 I got to get there. And listen, it's a process for all of us. So there's situations. I remember one time we were having a discussion, Shelly and I were, and I was struggling or something. I missed some principles and she was like, we, you know, Basically, we were talking about a situation. I said, I'm just not Jesus yet. I failed. I'm still there. I'm still trying to work through those things. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like we know what to do. Anybody know what to do? And sometimes you just don't do it. Well, we've got to learn how to love. And I was looking at, uh, you know, don't turn with me, but I'll just give you the scripture. It's Luke 10, 27. And Jesus answered and he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Now, if we're going to be, if you're going to go let your light shine, you're going to have to learn how to love. You're going to have to learn how to love the Lord. I remember when I first gave my heart to the Lord, I had to learn how to love the Lord. First of all, I had to learn how to love even myself. Because there's scriptures that talks about if you don't love yourself, how can you love somebody else? How can we love somebody else if we don't even love ourselves? And then, and then we've got to learn how to love ourselves. And how many of you look in the mirror and go, I've got a wrinkle. My eyes, I ain't got no upper lip. You know what I mean? And you begin to, ladies, you're that way. You, you, you guys, have, you know, unfortunately, I wish it wasn't that way. But sometimes you look in the mirror and you're just always like, you can look beautiful and wonderful and marvelous. And you can always find a flaw. Guys, we look in the mirror and go, mm, I'm looking good. <laughs> No matter how we look, are you come on, somebody? But we've got to learn how to love. You've got to look at other people in love. You've got to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your, your, your soul, and all your strength. And then he goes on and he says, love your neighbor. How do you, how do you love your neighbor when you don't like your neighbor? How do you love your neighbor when he sued you for a dispute over having the fence on the wrong side are you with me how do you love your neighbor when they when when their dog poops in your yard you know what i mean and it's on your front door and you walk out the front door and you step in the dog stuff come on i mean i i do we have those issues but if we're going to learn to take our light to the world if we're going to learn to glow if we're going to learn to be children of light you got to learn how to love say love the next one is you got to learn how to invest invest Invest. Matthew 25 talks about the parable of the talents. That parable is actually about finances, but people, we use it a lot to be the talents of your talent. He gave one five and he went and got ten. He gave one two and he went and got four. He doubled it. He gave one one and he went and hid that in the ground. Are you with me? There was an investment that was to take place. And when the master came back to the servant... He said, hey, you know what? You've done ten. You've done five. I gave you five and you made ten. 
He says, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He says, you've done good. You invested that, and it doubled. The one that had two did what? He invested it, and it... So one had five, the other guy, he got ten. One had two, he got four, it doubled. The one that took the one said, man, I knew you were a hard master, so I was worried about... I went and hid it in the ground, and he said... The very least, the very least you could have done was to put it in the bank and it would have drawn interest. You could have invested it at the very minimal of an investment and it would have gained interest. We need to invest. Say invest. Invest what? Invest what? Invest your time. Invest your talent. Invest your substance. You need to invest here. You need to invest. You need to invest in yourself. Now, I was talking to Pastor Tom and Linda and, and a while back, and they determined, they said, you know what, we're going to go try to learn Spanish. We're going to learn Spanish. So they, were, they invested in themselves, and they were going, they're going to college at night or whatever, taking classes to learn Spanish. And then on Tuesday nights now, they're having, they're having it to where if you want to learn Spanish, they can help you. They're going to try to, a bunch of gringos getting together and trying to, you know, talk about, you know, Spanish and, and learn Spanish and everything else. And they're investing in themselves Listen, listen, there's a lot of times when people talk about finance and they say, I tithe, and I say, well, do you tithe to yourself? And there is a principle that's there that should be, you tithe 10% and then you tithe to yourself 10%. See, a lot of times, and a lot of churches aren't taught that, a lot of times people are broke, busted, and disgusted. They tithe and give offerings, but the windows of heaven haven't opened. Are you with me? And God wants you to invest in yourself. There's things that you may want to do or learn or grow in, then you need to invest in yourself. You know, there's, there's, and then you invest in others, say others. So if, we, if you're going to, if you're going to be able to be that light shining person, you're going to not only love, but you're going to need to invest. You need to invest in others. Is there, you know, we invest in our kids. You know, I told Josiah the other day, I said, look, because it was last night, it was late and he was tired and he had wrestled for three days or two days and, and, and he had some really tough matches, and he was just, he was tired. He was worn out. And he said, he said, Papa, I'm, I'm ready for this to be over. And I said, I know that, I know that. I said, but here's what I want you to know. A lot of people have invested in you. Coaches invested their time. Coaches have invested their time. Thank you, coaches, that you invest your time. And we appreciate that. Parents have invested their time. I mean, these guys here, they're on the road all the time for all their kids, and they're running them here, running them there. Tatum and, and Bryce and, and Justin and Tennille, they're investing. You're investing in your children. You're investing in your family. You're investing in others. You know what I mean? Uh, Tennille has a, has a dance studio, and she invests in others. She's just not investing in herself, which she does, but she invests in others. So if you're going to be able to shine your light, invest in others. Let's invest in others. What investment do you have for others, that you're investing in others and you're investing in others' lives, whether it's financially. I mean, grand, parents and grandparents know what I'm talking about. I mean, the kids, when they get older, they're like, well, you know, you, your kids are older, they're out of the house. I said, no, they cost just as much now as they did then. And all the grandparents said, amen. Yeah, we, we, we know that. But that's all right because we love to invest. We love to invest in that. So we talk about an investment. The other thing that I want us to look at is, is to be able to give. You give. When you give, what is it, Luke 6, 38, Give and it shall be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, he'll cause what? Men to give into your bosom. 
We're not talking about finances as much as we're talking about giving of your time, giving of your talent, giving of that. So you've got to learn to love. We've got to learn to invest. What am I investing in? What, I mean, there's some of you, uh, you know, some of you may make good financial investments and decisions. You're investing in some things. Some of you may be like me that you've made some bad financial <laughs> decisions. And, and you know, you, how many of you know, even when you make a bad financial decision, you should learn something from that, right? So there is an investment that's there. But then we need to give, give of our time. Give of our talents. Give of our substance. Not, you know, not just about giving money. We're talking about giving of the things that you have, that you can give. We were, we're in the middle of a transition in our life. Our, well, hopefully, we should be closing on our house here this, this week. This week or hopefully. And then we're going to be transitioning to another place. We've got another house to live. We're not moving anywhere. Don't let anybody lie to you and say that we've left. We're moving. We're out of here. It is not true. We've bought another house. We're transitioning into that. And Shelly's giving stuff away. She's just like, what about this? Let's give that away. What about this? Let's give that away. What about this? And then the kids come in and they're like, what about this? And we're like, no, we're not giving that away. What about this? No, we're not giving that away either. So, you know, it's like we're not, we're not giving that away. But, you know, we, we give. And Shelly gets to go through her closet and gets to give some things out of it. You know, I mean, I get to go through my closet and get to give some things out of it. And we, we, we give. And, and those, those that want it can have it. And, and if not, then we make sure, you guys, how many of you give to OARC? You take some stuff down to OARC, then you give to them. You know what I mean? How about Kelly and, and her ministry and Wayne and their ministry? We give to them. So we box it up and we make sure that we give some things away. If you're going to shine your light, you're going to need to give. Say give. If you're going to, if you're going to shine your light, there's another thing that you need. The last one, I'm going to give you four and five, and this is the fourth one, is honor. You need to honor. We need to honor. We need, we need to honor others. We need to honor others. I was going to look at Romans, Romans 12, 10, I think it is. Let me turn there. Say honor. So we need to love. We need to invest. We need to give. We need to have honor. Yeah. Romans 12, 10, 7, 8. He says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love and give preference to one another in honor. Give preference to one another in honor. There's a scripture that talks about Children, honor your mother and father. Do we honor others around us? If you really, 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 really want to, let's get down to shining a light. We've got to honor others. Do I honor Mario? Do I honor Shirley? Do I only honor those that I can get something from? Are you with me? Those that I get nothing from, do I, do I honor them? Do we honor somebody even when we have a difference of opinion? Hello? I'm stepping on some toes here. There's some conservative people that don't honor the non-conservative, the liberal people. We need to honor them, but then there's some liberal people that don't honor the conservative people. Come on. If you don't believe the way they believe and the way they think, then they just got, they're, they're, they're not tolerant of you, but they want you to be tolerant of them. But we need to honor each other because that's what the Bible said in Romans 12, 10. For us to honor one another, let's honor each other. If we're going to be light shiners, if we're going to be light bearers, are you with me? And you are a light. You have a light. It may have gone dim. It may have, have gone dark. It may have gotten unplugged. Come on, somebody. 
But we need to honor each other. We need to honor others. You know, I respectfully disagree with you, but I still love you in the love of the Lord. Come on, somebody. We need to be able to honor each other when he says, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in, in honor. So we need to be able to honor. Say honor. And the last one is thankfulness. Thankfulness. Last, I'm thinking about uh, Colossians 3.17. It says, whatever we do in word and deed. Well, let me turn there. Colossians 3.17. Give it to you real quickly. He says, whatever you do in word and deed, do it in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him, through God the Father. How did I get you to come play, Angela? So I wanted to share this with you. If we're talking about being children of light, then there's something that we've got to do. And we've got to learn to love. Everybody see that? You guys there? Can you see that? I'm giving you five things today. We've got to learn to love. What's the next thing? We've got to invest. And then what? We've got to learn to give. Can you see that? My hand's shaking. And then what's the next thing? Get my finger out there. Are you all seeing this? Go to the next slide there. We've got to love. We've got to what? And we've got to. And we've got to. And we've got to. That's a T. Oh, what's that spell? Did you see that? Don't be going home putting this on your on your hand. But it'll work tomorrow when you say, hey, look, I love you. I want to invest in you. I want to give to you. I want to honor you. And I'm thankful for you. Could our marriages be better if we would be the light? Could our society be better if you were the What about your workplace? Could it be better if you were able to shine the... Do you think you could make a difference at school if you were able to be the... Are you ready to be the light? Because if you're not going to be the light, then we're not doing what God wants us to do. If God is light, if Jesus is light, and we are children of, and we need to be the, come on, everybody. See, it's in you. When you become a follower of Jesus Christ, something in you changes. The darkness becomes, and you become the light of the world. Jesus has come and he's lit the world. He's lit the light. You with me? He's seated at the right hand of the Father, ever seating on our behalf. And there'll be a fullness when Christ comes. And I was reading in Isaiah 60 about 
about the light and about when the fullness of God comes. But right now, we're the light. I want to challenge you this week to be the light of where you're at. I have to start off repenting. When I say that, because I ask God for forgiveness for that. Because there's been a time where I might have been negative or not been the light. I might have been pessimistic. And most of you, you guys know me. I can, I, I'm, I'm optimistic on just about everything. But there's times where I get caught up. Are you with me? That I need to be the light. And there's situations in your life. There's things in your life where you've got to let your light shine before men so they can see your good deeds it's he's talking about works but works don't save you and they can do what glorify god in heaven not pat you on the back for your good deeds oh good job good job i want to thank gary and bobby they built a ramp a handicap ramp for a couple that weren't able to be here today but i want to thank you guys for being able to do that this weekend. You guys did an amazing job. I thank you for that. You were shining your light. And you were making a difference. What about you? Is there something you can do to shine your light? Today? Tomorrow? Can you look to the light? Because he's in the light. I mean, when you have an outer body experience or a death experience. Don't they tell you to do what? Look for the. They don't say, well, look for the dark, man. They, they tell you to bed, better be look for the light. My brother's, my testimony of my brother when he had a heart attack, he didn't tell us this until two years ago, and he's three years older than I am, and he's 60. You guys can do the math. But this was when he was 40. So for 27 years, 23 years, he never even told us about this. He had an outer body experience. He had had a heart attack at 40 years old. And he said, Eric, he said, I was above the, the, the hospital bed, the emergency room. When they were, they cut my pants off to be able to get to his vein that was in his leg. And he said, I saw the light. I didn't know if he was born again. And he said, I saw the light. I saw the light. I don't want to go through a dying experience to see the light. How about you? Each and every one of us, and that's my commission today, is that will you step up and will you be that light? And there'll be times where the switch may go off and you got to switch it back on. <laughs> There's times where all of a sudden you may think it's dark, but then you got to pull the chain and the light bulb comes back on again. And you can become light. If that's you, will you stand with me this morning? Because I'm standing. Will you just stand to be the light and where you're at? It may not be you yet today, but that's okay. Because we're going to pray that that light's going to come on. This morning, I want you to be the light. You got to love. Invest. Be thankful. We don't have to teach about Thanksgiving at just Thanksgiving time. But we can be the light. You guys are going to leave here today. And some of you are going to walk into darkness. 
challenge is what will you do? Can you be the light? Can you give some encouragement? We've already shifted this morning from hopelessness into hope. You may be in a situation. You may be dealing with a prophetic word that came forth this morning with Pastor Linda. That you may be dealing with things that you're just hanging on. You just, you're, there's, there's situations in your life that you're, you're just like, I don't know. And you may be, we call it at the end of your rope. And some people say, well, tie a knot in it and hang on. I say tie a knot in it and then start shimmying that sucker. Start climbing that rope, right? Because the knot you can stand on. Oh, come on, somebody. I don't want you just holding the knot with your hands. And I want you to get up there and get to that place where you can push that knot down. And you can get a little higher. There's every place that we're going to go to. You're going to walk into dark places this week. And we want you to shine the light. It may be work. It may be your home. Some of you may go home and you're walking into a dark place. How can you shine the light? Let's ask Holy Spirit to be able to help us be the light this week. Will you do that? You do that? Let me pray with you. Father, we just thank you that you, Holy Spirit, are bringing light today. Jesus is light, that God is light, that we are sons of light. Holy Spirit, you illuminate things in our lives. And as we walk into the darkness, we know that always, 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 light can dispel the darkness. God, help us be that light today. Help us be able to go and help us be able to walk in your light as you are in the light. God, we can't do it on our own, and it's, it, it's got to be about you, God. And then people will see our good deeds. They'll, they'll see our love. They'll, they'll begin to see our, our, our investment. They'll be able to see how we give to others. They'll be able to see how we honor others and, and how we're thankful for others. I want you to know that Shelly and I are very thankful for each and every one of you. We want you to walk in the light in your lives. The darkness may have had its time, but it's only for a season. But now the light has come. And the light's going to shine. Things are going to be different than they were yesterday or the day before or last month or last year. But now we're in the possibility of light. Step into the light. I declare that God is bringing his light on situations and circumstances in your life. And that you will go and light your world. I declare to go today and light your world. Begin to start wherever you're at. In that darkness that's there. And begin to bring that light. In Jesus name. And everybody said amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. I tried to sneak this one in today. I didn't want you guys. I kept having my hand closed. And then I realized I used my hands to speak with. And I would open it up. And I'm like nope they're going to see that. I didn't want you to see that. But I want you to remember this today. Listen today we have some prayer for you. If you need prayer today we want to pray with you. If you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, give your life to him today. We can pray with you to do that. We bless you today. We send you forth today in his power and in his light in Jesus' name. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're the light of the world. Tell them, say, go light your world. God bless you. Have a great afternoon this morning. God bless you. Thank you, Lord.